Hello, and thank you for tuning in to another podcast of Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize you're a star. Because you are a star wherever you are. The world likes to paint life in dark ways by telling people what they can and can't be, by creating social media, which makes you feel like you're not good enough than someone else. You know, we kind of only see the good parts of things and not all of the parts of things. It's just segmented for us to have this thought process that we're supposed to be becoming something that might not actually be real. Um, You know, the reason I created Born to be a Star and I, I wanted to create something that has something to do with stars and brightness and realizing how incredible you are is because who is telling you that you're incredible? It's likely not a lot of people are actually pointing out the positive things about you, what you've accomplished and what you're going to accomplish. The world just constantly tells you what you need to do, what you need to look like, what you need to do, blah, 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 blah. There's always something else. There's always something next. It's never just good job. There's not a lot of that. There's not a lot of great job. You're, you're, you know, you're doing everything correctly. You're on a great path. No one really says that. You know, people are always skipping the positivity and the happiness and the brightness of something that's always just skipped it's just always finding a way back to misery and just annoyance I don't know that's kind of what the world feels like like the news they never talk about anything positive they like to use a lot of things that are negative so like if you're looking at the news you're going to leave looking at the news upset you're always going to be angry and you're never going to be fulfilled uh that's why i like doing what we do on this podcast i'm born to be a star because i feel like it's necessary to have a voice in the mix of the insanity so that's what this is and let's jump right into our favorite part of the podcast no many allow, no media allow, no many allow, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. It is Wednesday, and so far, um, the only thing that we've been able to acknowledge from the Democratic Party is they don't know what they're doing. I mean, in the last two weeks or whatever it's been, Biden has showed that he can't keep his poop in his pants. He's also showed that he likes to take a lot of naps and he doesn't know how to have a lucrative conversation. I mean, it's sort of an embarrassment. Like, how can you be on the side of that? How can we be allowing elderly patients to be running for positions that actually matter? Like, that makes the United States look very weak and pathetic. And you know, the media likes to cover up reality and people like to pretend like inflation doesn't exist. I don't know about you, but um, $6 for milk or the gas going up to $4 every day, that's not exciting. People that have houses, they have to pay for oil and stuff to heat up their homes. The price of everything is skyrocketing. I mean, just to order food online, you're looking at 40 for a base pay to order something on DoorDash. Like, if you're going to McDonald's and you want to get a decent amount of things, you're looking at 15 and up for two people. Let alone if you've got more than two people to feed. I'm, I mean, these are lucrative problems. And instead of them focusing on the problem with inflation and the fact that there's a problem with things being delivered and they're running out of things they want to keep talking about some stupid build back better bill the roads and the highways and the infrastructure issues that actually exist here now are a problem why aren't we talking about that why don't they utilize some of this money to actually fix the problems with infrastructure but we're not talking about infrastructure they're trying to add things into that that doesn't have anything to do with infrastructure I don't care about people wanting free daycare. I don't care about that. And you can't use an excuse that people can't go back to work because they don't have anyone to watch them, their children. There are jobs everywhere and no one wants to work at them. I can give you an example. I wanted to get Boston Market last week. It was closed. I left work at 4.30. I got there at 5 o'clock. It was closed. At 5 o'clock, that is dinner time. That's a time frame where you want customers to come. Were there customers there? No. 
because the door was locked. That was a Friday. Like, that's just one example. There's many more. There's likely other examples from other people. Uh, There's probably many, 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 many more. You can't give people free money and let them know that they don't have anything to do and they don't have any responsibilities. And now you're going to give them free daycare. It's called Care for Kids. And there's another program. You've already created all these programs and implemented all the money from our taxes already. Like, what is going on? Why are you trying to give people tax breaks that don't pay taxes? Why are you talking to me about free education for a two-year education and you can't do anything with that? You can't get a job with an associate's degree. Let's not lie. No one is looking for a certificate or an associate's degree. If you're trying to survive in this world and make it, you at least need a bachelor's degree. That's the start. I mean... There's nothing else beside that. And we know they're not going to do student loan forgiveness. I mean, all this time and effort they're spending saying they're trying to change things, then do that. Forgive student loans. I don't care about Build Back Better. I don't care about all this crap you're talking about. I don't care about people with kids. I don't care about poverty. What does that have to do with me? You take all this money out of my paycheck, like the amount of money I'm actually supposed to make and then the amount I make after you take out of taxes is ridiculous. But okay. So you already take all that money out of my check and out of everyone's check that has a job. And then you want to tell us that you want to create another daycare system if it's a privately run daycare you got to figure out the money to do it you want to create a free daycare system for bums that don't have jobs it's all about free like you want to create free medical care you want to do all this free stuff and someone has to pay for it and you know the someone that has to pay for it typically the someone that has to pay for it is me and him and her and them and they and us middle class Middle class America gets nothing, whether it's Generation X, whether it's millennials, whatever. People that are going to work that are doing what they're supposed to do, like, there's no recognition for that. They only want to talk about bums. I'm just over it. It is another week. It is a Wednesday. And Mansion and Cinnamon or Cinema, whatever her name is, are constantly blocking this. I'm, they look pathetic. They have these people that aren't even democratic, like they're just using them so they can get money. And do you know that these morons are going to be running around trying to convince people they should vote for them? They're going to lose everything. I don't even think they should have it now. This this party is just ugh. every day they get worse, man, like worse and worse on a level that is just really embarrassing, like. Biden shouldn't be the president of the United States of America. He can't hold a lucrative conversation. Why are you talking about your dead mom? 78 is likely too old. There should be term limits. Nancy Pelosi should have retired 20 years ago. Okay? Yes, I said it. These people are too old. They don't know what they're doing. It's not 1970. It's 2021. Stop with all the crap. Forget the... Forget the free medical, do some student loan forgiveness and free up some funds so millennials can buy houses and have kids and move forward. Like, how are we going to pick this place up and get things done? Like, stop giving handouts. Like, why are you creating free daycare? How does that help them? I mean, it's just one generation after another following suit. Like, I mean... What are we doing? So you don't want people to go to work and have some sort of like lucrative way of living, like building funds, building wealth, building retirement, being able to live a decent life. No, you want them to just be bummy and live off the state and the country. Is is that what we're doing? Because how does that work? That doesn't work. And this whole we need to give people unlimited unemployment forever thing is a nightmare because, dude, it didn't work. It didn't work. These people don't want to work. So you know what? If they don't want to work, then they can starve. Sorry. Like, that's not how it works. Like, no, no. It's just 
it's upsetting. Like, why? Why do we live in a place that rewards laziness? Why are they fighting for legislation that doesn't help the class that pays for it? Why? Why is that okay? And why is no one talking about it? And why does the crappy media just like to cover everything up about Biden? And I'm talking about TYT, and I'm talking about crooked media with Pod Save America, Pod Save the World, all the rinky-dink shit that they talk about on their podcast. I'm talking about all these left voices or right voices. Like, the right voices are clearly out of their mind. Some of them are really wacky, especially the ones that are saying they're in whatever the name of that crazy group is. But for the most part, Republicans are correct. Why isn't this just about infrastructure? Get it passed. Why are you trying to add stuff into this that doesn't have anything to do with roads and bridges? If we're going to be discussing that, I I definitely live in a state where I'm seeing them crumble and fall to pieces. If you live in Florida, you've probably seen it there. There's real problems with the way things are built in this country, the United States of America, and do you think they're focused on actually fixing it? Regardless of it, if it's the Red Party Republicans or the Blue Party Democrats, or or you trying to be far left and be a uh, progressive, no one actually cares. Like they're all the same person. They're the same people. They don't actually care. AOC is driving around on a Tesla and lives in a very nice place above an Amazon. Yet she told Amazon not to go to New York. That is one example. Bernie Sanders has houses. Biden, again, houses. These people, they have all this money. Nancy Pelosi is bragging about an ice cream machine. Like, and then they have the nerve to tell people that they can't go out and do things during COVID. Yet they're having all these fancy dinners and doing all this ridiculous stuff, trying to build up money for their party. The government in the United States of America is so bizarre. And there's no one to call them out. No one. Because everybody will do anything for money here. It couldn't be more obvious what they're doing. So I guess we'll have to tune in tomorrow to see if anything is happening with these morons. They keep saying they're going to push it off and they're going to do it this day. They're going to do it that day. Then Manson's like, no, we're not signing it. So weren't they supposed to do something last Thursday or Friday? It didn't happen. It's Wednesday. Like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. They're lying to us. I say this every day on No Media Allowed. And the reason it's called No Media Allowed because the media doesn't have any backbones and they don't have enough courage to tell the truth on live network TV with a camera in their face. They just want to lie to you. You know why they want to lie to you? Because they're being paid by the same shrooms that don't want anything to be real. They want to just keep lying, 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 lying. And I'm talking about all of them. The progressive too. Pramia Jayapal with all all these morons that keep saying they want all this free stuff for people. How are you going to pay for it? Please explain that to me. Please tell me whose tax money is going to pay for all this ridiculous crap that you want. That's not going to affect me and help me in any way while I got to go to work tomorrow. I got to go to work every day, every day, right? They take a certain amount of money out of all my paychecks, right? So how does it help me when you're claiming that you want all this free stuff for just a certain amount of people, just one group of people? The people that are in poverty. Why? If you want to succeed in this world, in this country, whatever country it is, find a way to do it. That's not my problem. Everyone is given the same opportunity as another, especially in the United States of America. If you're finding a way to fail here, I don't know what's wrong with you. Like, it couldn't be more obvious. There's options. Like, if you can't figure out going to college, you could always go into the army in the United States of America. That's a sure way for you to definitely move into the middle class and figure out a way to survive. Of course, you're going to have to sell your soul to be in the army and there's a bunch of other stuff that goes into it. But there's options outside of just going to college here. Or maybe you can create an app or who knows what. You could be a podcaster and hope that one day someone notices your voice and offers you a decent amount of dough. So you could be a podcaster and do a whole setup and get to spread the word throughout the world. I mean, who knows? You could basically do whatever you want in the United States of America, be your own business person, an entrepreneur, and 
the sky is the limit. So when people say they don't have the same opportunity as others or they haven't been given a privilege, there's no privilege. You need you typically know what you have to do if you want to survive and live decent. That's what it is. No one gives anything out. That's not how this works. So these morons that are in politics, that are running around trying to hype these stupid people up, they're lying to you, man. Just another way for them to get more money in their pockets. Because tell me how AOC got a Tesla. And it's not a regular Tesla. It's the more expensive version of the Tesla. How'd she get that? I wonder, do you think she worked at a bar and got that Tesla? Because she definitely did. And do you know what Teslas start at? They start at $40,000. And the one she got is definitely more than that. It's uh, at about seventy-six dollars Do you think AOC got a car that cost $76,000 for working at a bar? Because she doesn't do that. Where do you think she got that money from? Hmm. Do you think they talk about that? Hmm. No, they don't ever talk about reality. They just want to tell you crap. That's a bunch of crap. Anyways, this has been our edition of No Media Allowed. Nothing has happened. It's been weeks, months. Nothing has happened. And highways are falling, roads suck, and nothing has happened. Is anything going to happen? I doubt it. Anyways, let's get in the next part of our conversation thanks for listening to no many allow no many allow no many allow because they lie to us they lie to us anyway so it's wednesday and the first part of our conversation is know your talent now just now i was talking about the fact that anyone has the ability to decide what they want to do with their lives Especially if you're like graduating from high school and you're trying to decide if you want to go to college or whatever. That's the perfect time for you to like have an idea of what you want to do. Or that's the perfect time where you really don't know what you want to do. So honestly, I'd say early on, like that age, that that time frame of when you're like, 17 years old and you're applying for colleges or you're trying to figure out what you're doing and you're getting ready to graduate. Everyone is given the same opportunity to go to college or figure out how to make their own company or get into the army or do whatever know your talent what are you good at are you good at creating things are you good at talking are you going to make a social are you going to get involved in a social media platform are you going to try to get a a deal with one of these podcaster websites like spotify or amazon i mean there's we're just living in a time where there's so much you can do right now you don't necessarily have to be at like a career career job like if you have a voice and you want to start up a website or you want to do anything like that granted it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort but know your talent. What's your talent? Are you good at creating things? Maybe you could turn that into a hobby. Maybe you could knit. Maybe you could sew. What is your talent? How can you use your talent to make your life easier? Now, some people have the gift of gab. I have that gift. It is a great gift. You can constantly have conversations about different things with different people and different topics. And that's a gift of gold. Being able to conversate with people about multiple things instead of just one scenario and one situation means that you could talk to different people at different times and you could have conversations that really do make a difference and are really important. Or that means that you can convince somebody to do something that they might not have wanted to do before. That's what the gift of gab is. If you've got the gift of creativity, that means you can look at something and create something even bigger or better from it. There's so many opportunities for you to use your talent. You have to find your talent and use your talent because your talent is going to make your life easier. Not only is it going to make your life easier, but it's going to make your life more sweet. Do you really want to be miserable? Like, who wants to be just miserable, like just sad and just miserable and not in a good mood and unhappy? Who wants to be like that? Everyone has a talent. Find yours. Find a way to light up the world with your talent. I guess my talent is talking, which is why I have this podcast. So that's why I do it every day. 
five to six to seven days a week and I'm constantly talking on it. You know why I do that? Because my gift is gab. So I know that. I have other gifts too. I'm creative. I can do, I can cook very well, sort of, kind of. Um, you know, I, I'm not that bad with a spoon in my hand and a, you know, a frying pan. I can make things that taste good. I can also create um, uh, a really beautiful room. I do have the gift of um, design. Uh, you know, earlier on, I did, you know, want to be in art, but quickly realized there's no money in that. But that's not the point. I still have the gift of uh, putting a room together. So, you know, that could be useful, especially if you're trying to redo something or get a different vibe from something. You know, anything could be a talent. You can sing, but there's like five million other people that can sing too. Five billion, probably. Um, there's so many ways you can find your talent. You could have talent in math and deciphering problems and r truly discovering things like anything is possible. Basically, what I'm saying is find your talent so you can discover who you really are, because there's going to be situations that make you feel like you don't know where you belong. But your talent is a sure way for you to know exactly who you are. Next part of our conversation Enjoying the holiday season. In my mind, I think enjoying the holiday season is already having an idea of what you're going to get people for gifts, already having an idea of where you're going to put everything, already having the Christmas tree up before Thanksgiving, having the Christmas wrapping paper ready, getting the cards, having an outline of how you're going to spend the holiday. So while people are going crazy in the stores trying to decipher what they're getting, you already have a game plan and you have everything mapped out. All you got to do is get the stuff, wrap it, put it under the tree and look at it for like two months before Christmas comes. That that is enjoying the holiday. You know what isn't enjoying the holiday? Being stuck in the mall traffic, being stuck in the line at Target, being stuck in the line at the grocery store, trying to get things for the holiday season. That's not fun. Being stuck in the long line in Walgreens because they have one cashier and the person doesn't understand how to do a return. That's not fun. Make your life easier. Try to figure out ways to navigate and find the best deals that maybe don't involve you going to a million stores. Maybe try to shop online more. Maybe try to start your Christmas shopping in October. Maybe make your list right after the Christmas ends to start for the next year. There's so much you can do to make your life easier for the holiday season. Like, the holiday season is for you to enjoy. Like, Thanksgiving and decorating your Christmas tree and enjoying all the football that's on and the hockey, uh, preferably the hockey, uh, but football's good too. Basketball's on, but nobody wants to watch that. The holiday season, you know, hot cocoa, you know, things that are delicious, breakfast in bed on Sundays, all the wonderful things that the holiday season is about. The Christmas cookies, the Christmas donuts, the orange juice, all the apple ciders and everything and the, the delicious turkey and all the sides to go with that. Uh, the family and the thanks and the giving and everything that goes into the holiday season. We should be finding ways to actually enjoy it. And after being stuck in the house and not being able to do anything for a year during COVID, you know, this year, let's make our lives easier. Let's do some shopping in advance. Let's be chilling on our couches welcoming Mr. Winterman into, you know, the season and let's not go too crazy being stuck in these stores for hours at a time trying to do things. I mean, it's annoying without it being a holiday, but especially annoying during a holiday. I can tell you something from someone that's worked in the retail field, Target. These people are nuts on Thanksgiving. They line up to go shopping on Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving. Why? Why? Figure out a way to enjoy the holiday, meaning don't be trying to run around and do a billion things at once. Take your time, but be smart about it. So create a plan and start the plan and get it done. We're in the second week of November. You should be done with your Christmas shopping sooner than later. And you should be figuring out how to wrap it. And if you live with a person that you got to figure out a Christmas gift for, wait till they go somewhere and then do the wrapping so they don't see it. There's a lot that goes into the holiday, but I love the holiday. 
I am a Christmas fiend. I live for Christmas. I love uh, the Christmas season. It just fills me with holly and jolly and just so much uh, beauty within myself. And I just love it. I love knowing that I'm going to be around family. I love that I'm going to, uh, you know, be able to sing Christmas songs and wear green and red, my two favorite colors of the holiday. But it's all about relaxing and being to able to watch Christmas movies and enjoy it. Not be concerned about what you're going to buy someone, but being concerned about how you're going to spend time with them. Christmas is about quality time. So to end this, I'm going to say plan out accordingly and have an idea of where to start from. Like I said, you likely want to start in January of the year of the month prior to the Christmas for the next year. So you're not scrutinizing and freaking out about what you're going to get people. And you already know ahead of time being having a plan is necessary because you've seen these crazy people in action on Black Friday and everything pass. And honestly, can I just tell you that about a week or and a half ago, Target had an amazing Black Friday sale, and it's not Black Friday time. Like I said last year, buy your stuff in advance. Be smart. Don't get caught in with these lunatics. Be smart. Yes. Next part of our conversation. There's power in relaxing. isn't there being able to just sit back and relax and to enjoy watching something on tv on your couch or in your bed or in your favorite chair with your fuzzy socks on and one of your reusable um drinking cups it's pretty nice being able to i don't know sit and read a book or do anything that you consider relaxing when you get out of work or maybe even before you go to work, maybe if you want to do yoga or something, you know, if you find that relaxing, do it. Like most of us are very busy and we don't really have any like available free time. And when we do, you know, we're just constantly running around like with chickens with their head cuts off, cut off and we're constantly doing things. So finding time to relax can feel impossible. So if you have time to just sit on the couch and do nothing and just relax and breathe and enjoy just a little bit of time doing basically nothing, enjoy that. Because running around constantly all the time and not being able to stop, you're going to get anxiety. You're going to get stressed out. You're going to get Like, it's not going to be good. It's not going to end well. Trust me when I say that. Learn how to relax. You don't always have to go out. You can stay in. You don't always have to order out. You can cook something that's in the freezer. I mean, these are things you can do. You don't always have to constantly be running. You don't have to go somewhere all the time. Sometimes you can just stay in the house and relax and watch the TV in the living room. Isn't that what it's there for? Isn't that why we have all these things connected to these big 60-inch TVs that are in our living room to take up half of the wall it's so we can watch it? Isn't that the idea? This is what relaxing is. Why do we buy the comfy couch? Why do we have all these nice, comfortable chairs? Why do we have all these things in our houses if we're not going to sit and enjoy them? We need to learn how to relax. We need to learn how to stay home. We need to learn how to not always be going somewhere constantly. It's okay not to always be out. It's okay to be in, especially with it being cold. Where do you really want to go to in a snowstorm? Outside of Starbucks, maybe, because who doesn't want to go to Starbucks? But outside of that, I mean, where are you going? Like, where? Learn how to relax. It's going to do you good. Trust me. So I keep talking about the fact that it's getting colder. It is. It's it's November now, so we're get we're almost at that. It's gonna start snowing phase here. Uh, there's already like sleet and stuff on the windows in the morning. Like I had to get my scraper out, and um, it's already starting to get annoying. Like in the morning when I'm going to work and I have to scrape the windows to get whatever that is off my windows to go to work. That has already started. It's going to start snowing. It's time to put a coat and a scarf on. It's time to figure out where the hats are. It's time to get ready and prepared. Granted, last year on the East Coast, we had a very easy winter. It snowed like three or four times. It was pretty decent. I'm feeling like this year, uh, that's not going to be the case. As someone that has to 
go to work and drive my car to a job. I'm just trying to prepare myself for the fact I'm going to have to get up at like 5 o'clock in the morning to go clean my car off before I have to get up to go to work. And I'm dreading that, like dreading that. I'm also preparing myself for the fact that, you know, you got to make sure you got good tires for the snow. You got to make sure you have decent window wipers for the ice. You got to make sure that you've got a shovel to dig your car out, depending on where you live at. Like, I could definitely tell you where we live, the people that shovel the snow here, they suck. Like, they're horrible. So I'm going to have to go dig my car out. Or maybe Skip will help me. He's typically very nice about that. And he, like, really goes out of his way to help me. And I, I got to tell you and I got to tell him that I really appreciate all the times he's helped me with my cars. It's been very appreciated. And I hope he knows how much I appreciate that. But the people that shovel the snow where we live are just horrible. So you need to prepare yourself for that. You need to have a scraper in your car, maybe maybe two scrapers in your car. Um, you need to be fully prepared with what you're wearing. You need to start putting a coat on, especially if you live in the East Coast. Uh, you need to get a hat. You need to find a scarf. Wear your gloves. Get ready. It's November. It's going to get colder. And you have to be very careful thinking you don't need to wear a coat because this is how you get sick. And who wants to be sick for the holiday? Like this coincides with what we're talking about. If you're going to be enjoying the holiday and you want to learn how to relax you can't be outside digging your car in snow with a t-shirt on you're gonna have to put on some layers man like it's getting cold like in the morning you can see your breath like when i get in the car and i start it up it is freezing like freezing like even today it's cold like it's getting colder be ready as it gets colder you got to get prepared to put more things on heat up the car Go out earlier. Be prepared for the fact that it might snow. It's coming. Get ready. It's going to be a fun winter. Um, I don't think we're going to have it easy as we did last year. I'm hoping maybe we do. But I guess we're going to have to wait and see. Winter is near. And you know it's coming if you live East Coast because that's the fun of New England. Dashing through the snow. Anyways. Let's move in to our next part of our conversation on Star Wars talk, Star Wars talk, we watch together. Who is excited about Christmas movies? I know I am, but they've been on since the second week of October on the Hallmark Channel. And I've watched like four of them, maybe half of them I've already seen. But don't you hate when you start watching a movie and then you miss some of it and you try to come back and you have no idea what's going on? Granted, some of these Christmas movies have the worst actors. Like, they're so, like, eh. But most of these um, Hallmark Christmas movies are pretty entertaining. Um, I really like, you know, what the message is for the Christmas movie. It's all about Christmas and finding your way home. And it's all positive and the messages are fairly decent. And the and the some of the uh, actors are very good at their jobs, and um, I like that Hallmark does Christmas in October. They basically don't have anything that has to do with Halloween, so they jump right into Christmas. It really inspires me to decorate my home and to to watch the Christmas movies when I can. And it really just it it really is special. So Christmas movies love them. Um, all the little movies like Jingle All the Way and um, The Christmas Story and that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. What's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? Jingle All the Way. It's all good. I don't know how many times I've seen Jingle All the Way. We watched it last year. That, that movie's hilarious. I don't know when that movie came out. I think like a long time ago. But it's hilarious. Um it is a wonderful time to just love life. Like, that's what Christmas movies are. The ability to watch the joy and happiness of the Christmas season. And as somebody that absolutely loves Christmas, I love the movies. Granted, some of them have really bad actors, especially the ones that they put on, like, Lifetime, and I cannot watch Lifetime. Oh, my God. Oh. But I like how Food Network does, um, like... Christmas shows like with the caking and the baking and they have like competition shows with Christmas ideas or Christmas you know um 
They're trying to get the people to compete with Christmas ideas. I think, like, the Cookie Wars is good and the Cake Wars is really good. Uh, they have all these shows. They're very entertaining. Um, I also like the Halloween ones where they, like, decorate, like, figurines and things that have to do with Halloween. But the Christmas ones are the best. Like, they are literally the best. So if you're looking for anything that's Christmas-related, definitely tune into Food Network, HGTV, and Hallmark uh, movies because... Those are the best ways for you to find things that have to do with Christmas. Anyways, next part of our conversation. Looking for a new show. I can't say I'm looking for a new show because I just started watching On My Block. I'm almost done with season one. There's like four seasons of it. It's on Netflix. It's really good. But I'm also watching Riverdale and I'm watching the one about the lock and key. And there's another one I'm going to be looking at. And between that and everything else that I'm doing with watching all these Hallmark Christmas movies, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I'm looking for a new show. I wanted to find a new show with Skip, but we haven't taken time to do that yet. We need to. Uh, he pretty much likes watching things on HBO Max and Epics. I think Condor's coming out with a new season soon. We're likely going to watch that together. That's a Sunday show, though. Like, I was hoping we would be able to find, like, a week show together. We just finished watching um, that that show on Shudder. Um, and I can't remember the name of it. It's kind of like the newer ver Oh, Creep Show. We finished watching the latest season of Creep Show. I think it had, like, six episodes or something. It was very good. Um... We did watch most of uh, the latest uh, season of American Horror Story, but we skipped the last couple episodes because it had something to do with aliens and it got weird. Maybe we'll finish that. I don't know what we're going to watch next. Like, I have all these shows I'm watching by myself, but it's also important to watch stuff with people, too, not just be all solo. So I guess we'll figure out what we're going to watch together. It's going to be something. Hopefully it's good. Next part of our conversation Catching up on your shows can be easy. I know you're thinking, what? What do I mean by that? Just watch them. Like, like if you've got a couple hours to burn, put the shows on that you want to see. And I guarantee you, you'll be able to get through the entire season of the show you want to watch. If you just start looking at it. Stop, like, putting it on the back burner saying, I'm going to get to it. No, look at it. Like, literally put it on and stop procrastinating. Watch the show. Get it over with. Don't wait. Just start looking at it. I'm telling you, you're not going to regret it if you try it. I'm telling you. Anyways, that was our Wednesday edition of Star Watch Talk. Star Watch Talk. We watch together. Moving on to our favorite part of the conversation. Veek Star. Veek Star. Where'd you get those Veek Stars? Veek Stars. Veek Stars. Where'd you get those eyes? Coming into you from Let's Talk Food on Veek Star. Let's get right into it. The importance of buying smart. What do I mean by that? When you're buying groceries, maybe don't buy groceries for two weeks. Likely that's not smart because half of it is going to go expired. Like, don't be buying like 15 meats. Like, when people do that, I don't know if that's smart. Like, because the stuff's going to expire and you're going to have a fridge full and you might not want to do that. Honestly, buying smart. Look for deals. Which grocery store has the best deal on what you want? Buying smart. Which grocery store has the best deal on the drinks you want? Buying smart. Making sure you have a good stock of things in your pantry that are things that you can eat. Always making sure... You're prepared in case COVID 2021 comes or whatever the hell is next on this crazy insane world that we live in. You know, making sure you're not overspending on food. Granted, everything is up because of inflation and and half the stuff you want at the grocery store is not there. Like gummy bears. Dear gummy bears, where are you? Still haven't found you yet. Super bummed about that. And my chocolate chip cookies. Where are you? They're still not there. I have been waiting for the chocolate chip cookies for two months. They're not there. I'm just like at the point where I'm just like I'm giving up on the chocolate chip cookies. I'll just eat the butter ones like whatever. Like we can't be picky because we don't get to have a do anything about this. We can't fix the problem that's going on with food problem where they don't have certain things. And 
we can't fix the fact that we're getting overcharged for stuff that's not worth the amount of money we're spending on it. But when it comes to smart shopping, really look through the flyers, really go on the website for the stores and find like deals that match up to what you want. Also, look at what stores are close to where you live at. Like we frequent Big Y, but there's nothing wrong with Stop and Shop, but we kind of like Big Y too. Like what makes mo- the most sense to you? Shop there. Smart shopping. Next part of our conversation, eating at home saves money. It does. You don't always have to order something out. If you've got food in your freezer or you've got leftovers, eat them. Like, make your life easier. Maybe make yourself a meal on Sunday and then spread that out. You don't have to constantly be spending money at restaurants all the time because $20 a day adds up especially if you're doing it every day i can't tell you how much money i've wasted on food and half the time they mess up on the order and something's wrong with it and then you're just irritated or you order something assuming it's going to be good and then it is not like i can't tell you how many times that's happened like i ordered a salad out of boston market i drove there to get it and they gave me the wrong salad dressing it was gross or I ordered shrimp tacos from Chili's and two of them were good and the other one was just watered down. Like, sometimes cook your own food. Like, learn to eat at home too. You don't have to be spending $20, $30, $40 a day because you don't have time. And I understand that we're all busy and we don't have time to cook sometimes. Sometimes Domino's is your best friend. Sometimes you got to order stuff out. You want to get on your app and order some Shake Shack or you want to get on your phone and order some Chick-fil-A or some chilies or whatever is available and don't feel bad about it. But also, if you've got something available, maybe make that too. Maybe use the air fryer that's in your kitchen. Maybe utilize all the fun things you have that are at home and get funky with that. You don't always have to spend $30 a day at a food. Or if you do, just be fully aware of the fact that the food has to be delivered to you. So by the time it gets to you, it's probably not going to be as hot as you want it to be. It's not like eating in the restaurant. I love ordering food out and having it be delivered by DoorDash. I love DoorDash. DoorDash is my number one. I guess Uber Eats is number two. I don't know about the other one, eh. but it's convenient, especially if you're busy being able to have things be delivered directly to your house. Convenient. That's what DoorDash is. I don't have to drive to get it. Someone else is bringing it to me. I feel like I'd rather pay for that, especially if I'm busy and I don't have time to do it. But if there's food in there and you don't feel like spending $30, then cook what's already in your fridge, man. There's so many ways you can make things taste good, especially if you've got Flavor God in your pantry with your uh, seasonings. Then you can make anything taste like golden, amazing food. So do that. Yes. Eat what you have at home, but also order out too, but try to eat at home more. Shouldn't fast food be fast? Do you know that there's been a couple of times when I've gone to KFC and I've ordered something and they've told me to drive up to wait for the food. They've done that to me at McDonald's and well, they haven't done that to me at uh, Taco Bell. So I'm not going to lie. They haven't done that to me at Chick-fil-A either, but they have done it to me at McDonald's and KFC and uh, Popeye's and definitely wendy's i don't know how i feel about wendy's because the wendy's that is next to the mall i cannot stand that wendy's oh my god i went in there to get breakfast sandwiches for me and skip and dude why did it take 15 minutes for two sandwiches why why and they had one person working just oh my god i can't Mm -mm, mm -mm. It's supposed to be fast food. So what am I waiting for? Like, if I'm going into Barrows and I want a piece of pizza, I want to get the pizza and leave. I don't want to wait while you make a pie. Like, it's supposed to be fast food. Like, I'm not sitting down giving somebody a tip. That's a different kind of a eat. Like, sometimes we just want to get the stuff and go. Like, isn't that the reason fast food is created? 
isn't that the great thing about McDonald's and Burger King and Popeye's and Chick-fil-A and all the rest of them? Carl's Jr. Harding, even though that's in California and it's not here and I'm sad. All these places that exist with drive throughs isn't the entire point of them is so they can make fast food? Because I'm starting to feel like, what are they doing that it's taking that long? Why am I at the stupid, like, speaker waiting to order my food, wondering when they're going to say, can I take your order? What am I waiting for? Like, it feels like I'm in another world. Like, I don't know. Like, and this isn't the first time this has happened to me. And it's likely not going to be the last. But isn't fast food supposed to be fast? Isn't that the reason I'm driving through the drive-thru to get it? Because I don't... If I'm going to a restaurant that has a drive-thru, why do I have to go in there to get better service? (laughs) There's so many things we could talk about with this. But we aren't going down a tangent on this. But if fast food's not going to be fast and it's not going to be convenient, then we need to come up with a better title. And I don't know. Like, you're going to keep pissing people off and they're going to stop going to your restaurant. I don't know. And typically when people are upset about something, then they don't go back to a restaurant. They go to another one. And that's going to take profit away from you. Remember that when you're making fast food, slow food. Because slow food means it's going to take me longer to pay for it and get the food. Like I'm trying to do this fast so I can go on my merry way. If it's not going to be fast, I'll find something else to eat at another place that's going to meet up to my qualifications. Yep. Yep. Next part of our conversation, the competition with food today. There's all these ads and all these commercials about eating healthy, ordering food, having food delivered, uh, food meal kits delivered. Uh, if you want to like get your food delivered from this healthy website instead of going to the grocery store. I don't get that, but it exists like uh, there's all these websites there's these websites that offer meal, like created meal plans that are already made and you just shove them in your fridge. Now, not, maybe that's convenient or, or something, but for me, I'd rather just go to the store, get what I want and leave and then maybe cook it. Like I did try to do like the prepared meal meals, but it's like $70 a week and I can't justify that. Like, no. It's not worth that amount of money. Like, sure, the meal is already prepared, but again, I can't justify that. So, like, if they want to, like, have some reasonable prices for that, okay. But I don't think you're going to get any reasonable price to have meals be delivered to your home. And you know how ads are? They're trying to convince you that, oh, this is the better way you should do it. Or they have the one um, that's got all the, like vegan food or the healthier food and they advertise it like you should be eating this because it's better for you or or it's smarter for you to ordering out do you know how much it costs to have things delivered and then you have to hope that they deliver it like if you live in an apartment building you have to hope that they don't screw up the delivery and just leave it weird because like we live in an apartment building and I don't want anybody to touch it. Like when I had the the mills, I was concerned about that. Like, I don't know if I would do that in an apartment building. Maybe don't do that. Like, cause yeah, that's really stressful hoping that nobody touches it. Um, there's so many comp, there's so much competition with food delivery, with people trying to convince you to go on a diet, with people trying to convince you to go from vegan to vegetarian to only meat to uh carb free to whatever to keto like there's all these different apps and all these different things that are constantly trying to catch your attention so you'll focus 100% on them to do something okay don't get caught up in the competition figure out what works best for you if it works best for you to just drink shakes as meal replacements on on your voyage or your journey through health fine if it works better for you to make eggs fine if it makes sense for you to have avocados and not do meat okay fine too and tomatoes whatever makes sense figure out a way to do it 
Don't get caught up in the competition of the ads that are being shoved in your face, thinking that you constantly have to spend a ridiculous amount of money on things that you might not need. Do you know that you could probably spend far less money driving to the store picking it out? And I'm the first one to say, like, I don't really like going into the store, but uh, Instacart is great, but do you really want to deal with that? Like, I don't know. It makes me feel, like, iffy. Like, is it worth this? And I don't know if it is. Like, honestly, just get in your car and go to the store. Just suck it up. Just go in there, get the cart, and just go aisle by aisle and pick out what you want. Granted, going there every week is probably better than trying to shop for two weeks. Shopping for two weeks is not smart. We talked about that at the beginning of a pod yesterday, I think. No. Make sure you're spreading things out correctly. The competition with food is not something you want to get caught up in. Learn to do things that works for you. And that might look differently from what works for these advertisements on TV. But don't care about that. Care about yourself. I like to frequent different stores. I like Target. I like Big Y. I don't like Walmart. And I try to stay away from it. Now, I'm not saying that I won't go in a Walmart if I'm near one and it's in my path for me to do something. But I'm saying I don't go out of my way to go to a Walmart. So that's what I'm saying. So... Whatever works best for you, do it. Don't get caught up in these advertisements telling you that you need to order some $150 meal plan every week. Don't get caught up in that. No, you don't have to do that. You can do whatever works for you. Because you don't want a kitchen full of stuff you're never going to use. Trust me when I say that. Been there, done that. It's not smart. Okay. That is, guess what, everybody? That is the end of the pod. Are you excited about that? I know I am. Anyways, thank you for listening to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star. Where you recognize, where you recognize you're a star. Because you are a star wherever you are. Thanks for listening, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.